You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. Do you know what experience I will never get tired of as a floral designer and a business owner? The ping when a new online order comes in. For those of you who have gone through the frustration and the irritation and the overwhelm and the craziness that is sorting out your website and the fucking delivery date picker, custom card message and all the technology that comes with it, I want you to continue to feel the dopamine hit and the happy dance of when you finally get it sorted out. And I want to give you permission and I want you to give yourself permission to give yourself a fucking pat on the back every time an online order comes in because I don't know, I don't ever want to get tired of that It's like pure dopamine hit that happens. It is like way better, it's way better than like somebody liking a picture of yours on Instagram because like, huh, somebody's just paid you money. <laughs> For your intelligence, creativity, and amazingness. And then you get to work on making it happen. But I'm just going to tell you guys, like, I love getting online orders, sorting out and going through all of the confusion and the frustration and the fucking craziness that is trying to get our website sorted. I promise you it's worth it. So if you're in the middle of of that craziness and you're like, oh, it's so frustrating. I'm just going to tell you it's worth it and you're doing it exactly right. I promise. It's so worth it. It It's so worth it. Even this many online orders later, I'm like, yes, this is the best. It's like a game. And then somebody, I thought somebody today was going to order the most expensive thing on the website. Close. (laughs) I'm like, oh no, now I need to follow my own rule and make sure that we put an even more expensive product on the website because somebody almost bought the most expensive thing on the website. Thank goodness they only bought the second most expensive thing on the website. But it's so fun. Anyway, just going to give you that little word of encouragement that if you're in the midst of sorting out your online catalog, keep going. I know it's frustrating and I know it's irritating and I know you want to throw your computer against the wall. I promise you it's part of the process and it's so worth it because then every time you get the ping, every time, it's like, yeah, it's like somebody coming along and just cheering you on for being amazing. So that's that. We could just stop the podcast there and you could just listen to that little story on repeat a few times. But... I know you're here because you want to understand how your brand can make you money, which is great because that's what we're going to talk about today. And I think one of the very common mistakes that business owners make and floral designers included in that pile, but business owners make is when we think about branding, all we think about is our logo, right? But I am here to tell you that your brand is way more than your logo, And I want to talk you through the ins and outs and give you my exact thought process when it comes to crafting your brand and managing your brand in your business. And I think 
one of the things that's so easy to overlook, like we put so much weight on the world of getting our logo sorted because it's like, this is my badge, this is my baby, that we either then rush through the decisions or we don't give any thought to the decisions around the packaging and the selection of ingredients, even the phone scripts, the demeanor that we're training our staff to answer the phone, the order that we ask the questions, the email templates that we have, what our out of office looks like. And in actual fact, so many of those things are way more impactful than your logo is ever going to be. I have a skill testing question for you. How many people on the planet do you think actually care about your logo? Insert Jeopardy music here. (laughs) Are you going to wager all of your money? Here is the answer to the question. There is only one person on the planet who actually cares about your logo, and that's you. Your dad's not really going to care. Your mom's not really going to care. Of course, your husband or your sister or your sister-in-law or whoever's around you cheering you on is going to be like, yeah, honey, it looks great. And of course, you can go out there and get the input of other designers and other florists and people who are creative. But at the end of the day, you are the only one who actually cares what your logo looks like. So now that I've just laid down that little heartbreaking piece of information, (laughs) I think one of the things that's so fascinating when I think back to my fancy pants marketing career is it became so predictable. This is going to sound so crazy, but it became so predictable as to when we needed to go through a rebranding exercise. And it probably still happens in today's world of working fancy pants corporate marketing gigs. But every time that a new marketing director was hired, I was like, oh, Let's roll out the wagon for a new brand, for a new visual identity, and for somebody to spend half a million dollars or a couple of million dollars creating a new logo for this business. Literally. It still happens to this day, right? Like, I dare say the experience that Dunkin' Donuts has gone through and is going through in rebranding from Dunkin' Donuts to just Dunkin' is probably because there's a new head of marketing in town. It's like these two things are directly correlated. And it's so interesting because it's so predictable and it's also part of the life cycle of a business and the life cycle of a brand, right? Because our business is always a work in progress and your brand is always a work in progress, right? Back when I was working for the tourism body that manages the identity of Canada, it's like there is an arm of the government, my friends, (laughs) literally employs people to encourage people to travel to Canada. And I will tell you from a pure marketing and branding point of view, trying to manage the brand and identity of a country is freaking fascinating. It is one of the most intricate and complex projects I have ever come across. And there's so much that I learned through that experience because there's so much that's out of our control. And it's such a great exercise when we're thinking about and we're talking about branding because it makes you realize that your brand is so much more than your logo. Because I would guess that zero of you know that there is actually a logo that has been created specifically to promote tourism to Canada. Of course, we all think when we think like a logo of Canada, we think like the maple leaf, Canadian flag, like some sort of version of that, right? Maybe it's like Molson beer. It might be hockey night in Canada. 
It might be a version of something to do with, I don't know, something a bit cartoony, a moose, some mountains, maybe a Mountie, (laughs) all these icons of Canada, but there actually is a totally separate logo and visual identity system which is so crazy, but it's so helpful to think because none of you know that. (laughs) None of you are like, is that going to make me travel to Canada more or less? No. (laughs) Like just because there's a logo there doesn't make you actually want to travel to Canada. And we can take that concept and actually apply it to our flower business, right? I know that that feels very tangential, but it's so helpful because your logo is not the thing that's going to make or break sales in your business Even though we all spend a lot of time crafting the perfect logo, it's not the thing that's actually going to drive your bottom line. And yes, of course, I want you to love your logo. I want you to get it printed on every single thing that you could possibly get it printed on. I want you to print t-shirts and sweatshirts and pens and mouse pads and all of the things that we can get our logo printed on. And I want you to be really proud of it because you are using it as a representation of this baby that you are now a parent of, i.e. your business. So it is a badge and I do want you to love it. But I don't want you to hang your hat on thinking that that is it. I'm done managing my brand. I don't need to think about anything else. And that's where so many business owners and floral designers kind of fall off track. Because we spend so much time and energy and in many cases a lot of money trying to get our logo sorted, but we don't think about the user experience on our website. We don't think about how awesome the templates might need to be when we're sorting through our wedding inquiry process. We don't think about the demeanor with which we want to answer the phone. We don't even think about the voicemail message that we put at the beginning of our voicemail for people who are going to leave a message. Right? We don't think about these things, but in actual fact, they're way more important when it comes to making money in our business. And they are all part of the brand experience that we're going to offer our clients. Even thinking about the vibe of your Instagram feed and what your bio says and the tone of voice that you actually write your captions with are so integral to building your business's brand. What's so interesting to think about, right, is that it's very possible that the images that you use to set as the cover on your Instagram highlights are just as important as the logo that you created in your business. Like it's so insane how much time and energy we think about our logo and we hang so much of our energy on it, but then we either don't go in and set up our Instagram highlights or we forget to set a nice cover image or we completely dismiss the importance of it. It's so crazy to think about, isn't it, right? We put so much emphasis on one and then completely ignore the rest, when in actual fact, it's the culmination of every single one of these decisions that actually contributes to your business's brand. So the good news is, it's not any one thing. And the bad news is, it's not any one thing. And it's definitely not just your logo. So at this moment in time, if you don't like your logo, go out there and get a better one. For four years, every new year, I would sit down and I would create a new logo for this business. And I'm like shocked, (laughs) so surprised because it's very out of Kathleen character that we have had the same logo that we've had for as long as we've had. But I also know you guys have no idea, no idea what that logo actually looks like. And there's no way that I would ever need you to, to know what that logo looks like. And I'll tell you right now, I would bet a lot of money 
a lot of money that you could not verbatim without actually looking at my logo, draw it or replicate it or even talk about what's in it. And it's perfect, right? Because you don't need to. That's not what's compelling my customers to come and buy from this business, right? My logo has very little to do with it. Instead, I, as an owner in this business, want to love my logo and... I also know that my brand doesn't just stop there. Your logo is not going to make or break your business. Now, three things I want you to keep in mind, and this is very specifically how I teach branding inside my Flower Boss Bootcamp. So grab a pen and a piece of paper, my friends. The three steps you need to go through in order to define your brand. The first step is I want you to think about the vibe that you want to put out into the world. Yes, I want you to choose two to three adjectives, as in like descriptor words, to describe the mood or the tone or the vibe you want to put out into the world. And I want you to make it very specific to your business and different to what other people are offering. This is not about just being like generically feminine and romantic and fresh. I was like, yeah, that describes every floral designer on the planet. (laughs) What is it that's interesting about your business? How are you different from the competition? What makes your design aesthetic so interesting? What are some words that you could use to describe the vibe you want to put out into the world? As a quick reminder, if it's been a hot minute since you've used the website wordhippo.com, it's one of my favorite places to get inspiration for words. Way better than thesaurus.com because it'll provide you with lots of different interpretations of one word, and then you can go down the rabbit hole of finding the right words. So you don't even need to be good at words. You don't need to be good with the English languages. You can just go onto wordhippo.com and start typing things in and go down the rabbit hole and find yourself two to three adjectives that you feel represent the vibe you want to put out into the world. Then you are going to jump on over to the Pinterest because we are the visual creatures that we are, and you're going to create yourself a visual board to represent that vibe. And y'all know, if you guys are inside my bootcamp, I am going to challenge you to make sure that you do not actually include more than one or two pictures of flowers on that brand board. Instead, I want this to be a true set your sights way higher, be way more ambitious and decide that you're going to play with the big guys here. You are one of the very legitimate business owners in our industry, and you're going to set the tone to align to that. You're not going to let your limiting beliefs get in the way. You're going to just decide that you are as good and as amazing as your favorite floral designer on the planet. And then once you've been through the exercise on Pinterest to distill it down to 10 to 12 photos, you're going to have like such a great snapshot with which you can then start to make decisions in your business. And this is what's so powerful about this exercise. The brand in your business is built one decision at a time. Your brand is actually created one customer touch point at a time. So that once you've visualized and articulated your vibe and set your sights high enough so that you can have that like amazing mood tone that you want to put out into the world, then you can decide what color do I want the walls to be in my shop or my studio? What color do I want or what finishing do I want my workbench to have? What are the colors that I'm going to use in my visual identity? What is the primary typeface? 
What kind of apron am I going to have? What kind of box am I going to use for my bridal bouquets? What kind of tissue? What color of tissue? What are my labels going to look like? What kind of wrapping am I going to use? What emojis am I incorporating into my emails and my out of office message? What is the language you want your staff to use when you're answering the phone? It all comes back to making one decision at a time. And every single one of these decisions is just as important as what your logo looks like. But this is totally where I fell off the rails, right? I had this like grand ambition at the beginning, but I totally fell on my face when it came to the execution because then I'd be standing at like the hard goods sundry shop and I would make some totally off brand decision. Like I'm going to buy the purple wrapping paper doesn't really align with the vibe I want to put out into the world, right? Or some guy walks in off the street and says, hey, I've got a great deal on those gold stickers. <laughs> Do you guys remember those gold stickers? And some people will be like, yeah, okay, great. I want to buy them. But without making the decision of looking back at your brand board, your brand starts to fall off the rails, lose track because everything's not in alignment to the biggest, boldest vision for your business. It's a very active and intentional job managing your brand. And there are people who have that job for a living. There are people who work at Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts and your favorite airlines and like every business on the planet. There are people who are employed as a professional brand manager. And their job is to be the protector of the brand and have the filter on to say, is this decision in alignment with our brand or is it going to move us away from where we want to be going? And it's so interesting when we then think about that in our flower business, because we might've spent so much money and time and energy kind of crafting this logo. And then we make a completely different decision about the uniform or the apron that we want to wear in the shop. And those two things aren't in alignment with the big vibe or the mood that we want to put out into the world. And you kind of look around and you go, Something doesn't feel right here. And most importantly, it's one of the telltale signs of when we're attracting really low budget and low value customers, it's because we haven't put this work into managing our brand and providing a cohesive, considered experience for our customers. What's so powerful to know is that when we think small, we create small outcomes. And this is what happens to most new designers and new business owners. We think, well, I guess I should start small and I'll just dabble in these $30 posies and I'll do this pop-up thing over here. And then maybe hopefully somebody will just come along and magically ask me to create this amazing ceiling installation. That was literally my thought process. <laughs> and when I say it out loud, I was like, wow, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But when we think small, we create small outcomes. When you think big and you think big in terms of a cohesive, ambitious, world-class brand, you create bigger outcomes in your business. So if you are a floral designer who feels like you are constantly navigating price shoppers and low-budget customers and people just giving you that like deer-in-a-headlight look for your prices... It's not actually a pricing problem. It has nothing to do with your pricing. It has everything to do with your marketing and very intentionally everything to do with your brand. Most importantly, it's probably because you have not clearly articulated or defined your brand or your brand isn't cohesive and ambitious enough. 
So don't be alarmed if you didn't even know that this was a thing, right? Most business owners don't know that intentionally managing and curating a cohesive brand is a thing to worry about. But particularly for us as luxury service providers in this industry that we're in, we have to become adept at becoming brand managers. And we have to take a very good look at how we're presenting our business to the world and every single customer touchpoint that we have to make sure that it's all in alignment with the big vision that we want for our business. This cohesion is so important, right? If you walk into a Starbucks, a Tim Hortons, or any one of your favorite like chain cafes, fast food restaurants, coffee shops, whatever it is, you will see such a level of cohesion, right? That's what these franchisees are buying is the ability to use all of these templates to have somebody at head office thinking through exactly what this signage should look like and that apron should look like and what this person's name tag should look like and what that person's packaging should look like, right? Because it's that cohesion that adds to the perceived value of the service that you're offering your customers and makes it even easier to warrant charging higher prices, right? If we think about how well-crafted the Tiffany's experiences and Prada and Hermes and Chanel, it's because they have people sitting there thinking about how can we provide the luxury experience to our customers so that people are never coming in and being like, oh, it's how much for that pair of shorts? <laughs> I assume that's what they say, and they totally behave that way. But it's like they're not even second-guessing the prices, right? That's what we need to do in our business so that we know that we're not even going to be attracting the low-ball customers. So if you feel like you are constantly being bombarded with people looking for lowest-cost options, it's because you haven't articulated your brand and you're not managing it in a cohesive way. One of the things that managing your brand does is it makes it so easy to separate yourself from the competition because no longer are our customers comparing apples with apples. All of a sudden, you've become a banana. You're now asking your customers to compare an apple with a banana so that we can go up to our customers and be like, yeah, okay, so I know that you want a piece of tasty fruit that is super convenient, but would you like this apple or would you like this super convenient self-contained banana fun times, <laughs> right? Like that is what we're doing when we're managing a brand and we get to completely change the argument with our clients and it's so powerful, but this very simple three-step approach is so simple because now we have a visual representation. We have a mood board on Pinterest that makes it so easy for us to come back and be like, okay, gonna make this ribbon decision, okay, this apron decision, okay, this wall color decision, okay, gonna wrap my van, I'm gonna think about packaging, I'm gonna think about the fabric, I'm gonna think about this, and I'm gonna think about that, all in the context of us being able to make that decision in response to our brand board. And this is where like a whole new level of cohesion comes into play and elevates our game. It's so easy for us to be able to see this in other people's businesses as well, right? Particularly in the day and age of being able to Google anything and just being able to look up some of our favorite designers and look at their Instagram feeds, right? You can tell a lot of designers, if they've done this work, they'll have a very considered and cohesive feed. If they haven't done this work, you're gonna see everything just being all over the place, right? When we get to define our vibe, we then get to move the pieces of the puzzle around 
whether it's literally on our Instagram feed or in the collection of our entire business, and everything moves towards being aligned to our vibe. The process is so simple, but I promise you that this is where the power comes from because your business is built one decision at a time. And the simplicity of this approach, distilling it down to something that's so visual and so easy to refer to makes it so much easier for you to make the right decision in your business. So the more cohesive and considered and aligned each one of your decisions are, the more we can keep our vibe and our brand top of mind, the more likely it is we will be able to attract higher value clients. You already know as a business owner and a floral designer that how you present your business to the world matters a lot. So if you are one of the ones who is constantly attracting low budget and low value clients, I'm going to tell you right now, it has nothing to do with your pricing. It has nothing to do with the competition in your area. It has nothing to do with somebody having more Instagram followers than you. It has nothing to do with some newbie backyard Betty throwing up a couple pictures on an Instagram feed. None of those things matter. It's about curating and creating a very intentional brand and setting your sights higher. I want you to start to pull at the heartstrings. I want you to know that you are selling way more than just flowers, right? We're here to really connect with the humans of this planet and we are here to connect with our customers. So I want you to decide at this moment in time that if you're going to play with the legit florists and the famous florists and give the established florists a run for their money, that your brand is the secret to your success. You've got to think bigger, dream bigger, be more ambitious, have a more ambitious vibe, and that requires you to shift your mindset. In order for you to build the business you want to have and attract bigger budget clients, you have to shift your mindset. It almost always comes back to changing your thinking. If you want to create a different result in your business, the only thing that has to change is your thinking. When I think back to the first few years of this business and how much I got in my own way, how much my own thinking had to shift, it was literally like I had just put all of these barriers in front of myself I couldn't even see past. Right? But once I started to understand, huh, if the only thing that needs to change is my thinking, then that's what I'm going to prioritize. Because early on in my business, I had decided that I wasn't worthy. Even though I was fully qualified, I kept telling myself I wasn't qualified enough. I had decided ahead of time that I wasn't able to play with the big fish in the famous pond. It was a decision I had made and I wasn't even aware of it. So I want to encourage you, if any of that sounds familiar, I want you to decide now that you are going to play with the big wigs. You are just as worthy as your most favorite designer on Instagram. You have everything you need right now to build a beautiful business. You simply need to decide that you're capable of making it happen. Nothing has to change outside of you. Literally nothing. If you decided at this moment in time and from henceforth that your success 
was inevitable. How would you show up differently as the business owner? Think about it. If you decided today that your success was inevitable, how would you show up differently in your business? This is a great question to ask yourself when you're driving to the wholesaler and back from the wholesaler because you're going to come up with some amazing ideas. But so often we don't give ourselves enough credit, right? So often we tell ourselves, well, I can't do this yet because that hasn't happened or I can't go there yet or maybe sometime in the, I don't know, fictitious future and I'm not even going to set a date to it that I'll be allowed to make that happen. We get in our own way so often And we're so unconscious of it. And that includes our brand, right? We think, okay, well, I'll just dabble in this thing over here and I won't go through and kind of manage this the way that the fancy pants corporate multinational businesses do. Except they run a for-profit business and we run a for-profit business. And particularly in our industry where we are warranting the prices that go along with providing a luxury service Understanding how to articulate and manage your business's brand is an absolute must. If you are one of the floral designers who is constantly battling customers and looking at low-value clients, it has nothing to do with the competition in your area. It has nothing to do with your prices. It has everything to do with you needing to step up your game and learning how to manage your brand intentionally and from a much more ambitious and considered mindset. But I promise you, this doesn't need to be complicated, right? You don't need to go out there and hire somebody who can become your brand manager. This three-step process is so simple and it makes it so actionable for us as business owners. Sit down and articulate your vibe, create a mood board on Pinterest, and then make every single decision in your business coming back to that mood board, knowing you can iterate and change and evolve every single step of the way. Literally, your business is built and your brand is built one decision at a time. Make every single one of those decisions in alignment with the brand that you want to put out into the world and you are going to notice a dramatic difference in the kinds of customers that you attract. And it doesn't need to be complicated. It doesn't need to be hard. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars on some fancy logo and visual identity system that you're only half in love with. I want you to embrace the idea of looking at your branding differently, knowing that so much of it can come from your own creativity. This is like such a massive advantage that we have as floral designers, right? We have an innate and very well-practiced, well-trained ability to design and be creative. The same thing applies to us looking at logos, creating our visual identity, and managing our brand. You have everything that you need to be really good at this job. You just need to decide and make it a priority in your business. You need to give yourself permission to show up in a bigger, bolder way. You need to give yourself permission to embrace all of your ambition and decide that you are going to play with the big girls. It is possible. I promise you, even if you think you live in a small town in Australia that's hugely competitive and everybody's vying for a piece of the pie, I promise you it is absolutely possible because it's exactly how I went from small town, daggy shop owner 
to getting myself on the preferred supplier list at Australia's top wedding venue. I am not special. I am not a unicorn. I just approached it from a totally different perspective. I decided to take all of the assumptions that I made about this industry and flip it on its head. And I was like, huh, well, shit, that worked. (laughs) And it's so interesting how much we as the business owners get in our own way. So if we dropped the stories, if we dropped the old narratives, if we let it all go and just decided who we needed to become in order to build the business that we want to build, you're going to move so much closer to creating the result that you want to create in your business. The only thing that needs to change is your thinking. If you're not making enough money right now, the only thing that needs to change is your thinking. If you're not attracting the kinds of customers you want to be attracting, the only thing that needs to change is your thinking. I promise you it really is that simple. So go out there, sit down, do this work, define your brand, create a mood board for yourself on Pinterest, bring it to life, and then go out there and start to evaluate every single one of the customer touch points that you have and see how you can bring it back into alignment with the brand that you want to put out into the world. My friends, I promise you that this work will change the game in your business because it's going to help you level up your marketing and it's going to help you attract those dream clients that you've always wanted to attract. So my friends, go out there, get to work, and let's go play with some flowers. Have the most amazing week, and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now.